listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon, here with Joel. And we have a new guest, Sarah M., yeah. an artist. I brought her on to get her into the Cinema Red Pill thing by talking about her favorite film, Creed. Favorite film like in the past few years, maybe? Is that a... Yeah. Uh, I try not to have favorites. But you, ha- you have a special thing with Creed. Yes, but Sarah, you. <laughs> I I I really do. I really do because okay, like um, most of the time, having having films as favorites, you know, I usually just have a favorite. But I felt like Creed was a film I could have a favorite and be able to kind of like pull apart and explain why oh, it's my favorite. That's most of the time, I'm like, oh, I like that movie. Why? Mm, it's nice. Mm. You know, well, this one. I think I could go a bit more into why, why it's special to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, yeah, <coughs> would you want to talk about yourself a bit? Well, um, <coughs> my name is Sarah. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Um, I um, I'm an artist, mostly freelance. I paint. I like to paint. Um, I also am interested in music and to a kind of lesser or equal extent I'm also interested in design and costume. Okay. I'm kind of getting into that in a bit. Yeah. Is there any design and costume in film that you've liked? Um, I'm actually looking forward to Hela in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. I really like it. The character. Wait, you said Hela in Thor. Right? Yeah, like the like character her, Hela. Like her costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, the villain. That's Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'm mostly interested in the costumes I like the most are kind of villainesses. Oh. They stand out the most for me. Okay. Okay. What's your relationship with film, though? You're a big movie buff. Um. Yeah. I. I could say that. I. Um. I like to watch film because I'm interested in kind of the the visual the visual appeal, you know. I mm-hmm. like to see how directors go into interpreting mood and emotion in color and through visuals. Oh yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So let's talk about the film. Uh I don't know if I should introduce it. Okay, let me introduce yeah. it. So, we're talking about Creed, the 2015 film, directed by Ryan Coogler, starring Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, and of course, Sly Stallone, Sylvester Stallone. And it's the seventh Rocky film. I'm right, I hope. Yes. It's the seventh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the seventh Rocky film. It came out, it actually got a few Oscar noms, mostly for Sly Stallone. And it did really well, like for a film which is a franchise film, which people, those films that are like reboots in a way, barely ever do well. And this one had black people, mm-hmm. which is cool. <laughs> and it did well. <laughs> and it did well, so that's super cool. We're doing this years later with no theme <laughs> as no. to why we'd go back to the film just to talk about it. But uh, for anyone who didn't see it, which some, some people didn't maybe, the shame on you. Yeah, I know. 
no, it was very popular. It was hard for anyone not to see <laughs> it when it came out. <laughs> At least it's a boxing film and people like sports themed films because they're kind of predictable. Oh, that's, that's why they really like, like sports films. Okay, I'm not saying it's why they like them, I but they're, they're good like films for like if you're in a group of people. It's very good for a mainstream audience. Like sports films, a basketball film, mm-hmm. a baseball film, a boxing film, you guys. That's a, it's very easy to sell to anyone who doesn't even like movies to watch a film. Anyone like who that. likes an underdog story should like a Actually, sports film. You're saying it better. Yeah, underdog film. Pretty much, and all they are of always them. that. Yes. See, that's the better way. Is they're a bit predictable, which is good. Yeah, which yeah. is good. But anyway, <laughs> so Creed is about Adonis Johnson. That's Michael B. Jordan's oh. character. It's entirely based on him trying to find his way into the boxing world because he's bothered by his legacy. He has to prove himself since he has his father's name. For a big portion of it, he doesn't want his father's name, but he meets Lyst alone and asks him to be his uh, coach. You're not built for this. These boys come in here, they gotta fight for life. People die in the ring. Your daddy died in the ring. I don't know him. I ain't got nothing to do with me. I've been fighting my whole life. It's not a choice for me. Every punch I ever thrown has been on my own. Nobody showed me how to do this. I'm ready. Now, Sarah, you'll definitely go first because we are all curious why you really like this film. Mm. And can't wait to hear. So please take it away. Okay, so um, I'd like to say first that uh, I really do not like sports dramas. <laughs> I hate them with a passion. For one thing, they always have those really predictable cliches. You have, you know, the underdog team. You have locker room sadness. Yeah. <laughs> you have. Um, you have, you know, the motivational speech. It, it's something you kind of, you kind of get tired of seeing. So, you know, um, I was kind of glad when I um, sat down and watched this movie that, you know, a, a lot of these cliches want, if they, you know, at least if we're not saying that they want there, then you know they want as pronounced as they usually are in. In other films, mm-hmm. in other like sports dramas and whatnot, I actually might not have watched this film, <laughs> but I had my viewers in, so, <laughs> so I <laughs> so I watched it because you know the guy looks nice. <laughs> so I watched it because the guy looks so nice. Cute. But <laughs> but yeah. Um, I went in because, you know, I have this, like, supreme crush on Michael B. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I liked the pacing of the film was really good. Um, I felt like we weren't going too fast or too slow. Mm-hmm. We're kind of introduced to this kid at the beginning who's, you know, in juvie. He was in juvie, yeah, he right? was in yeah. juvie. You know, he's in juvie. You know, we didn't go into, you know, his life with his mom. <laughs> He's been with his mom for some time. Then something happens, and he's in juvie, mm. and then he's in juvie, <laughs> and then he moves home with uh, you know Mrs. Creed, and then they live for some time, and then and he then grows up. No, no, we kind of had that kind of wrapped up in the first 
five minutes. Yeah, yep. pretty yeah. much. Pretty fast. Yeah, it was really, you know, it was, it. it was fast, fast enough, you know, not too fast. Um, I also feel like as, as a film, it, um, the acting was, you know, it was steady, you know? I, I didn't feel like everything, anything was overacted or underacted. Most of the time... I've heard more than once that people complain about Michael B. Jordan's acting, but oh, I think yeah. I do. I think in this film, in this film, particular, really, his face, eh? He's not good with face, he facial expressions. <laughs> he has like this sulk, eh? He has a sulk that doesn't seem genuine. You don't, you see it acted. <laughs> you don't feel like this is that dude. Yep. He doesn't do it that well to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, the relationships was also something I really appreciate about this. Most of the time when you're watching films that um, involve the protagonist's relationships with others, mm. there is like a fear that or like there's, there's like, you know, the, the the chance, or not really the chance, kind of, like there's kind of the fear that, you know, you're going to have the relationships kind of drown the plot out. Yeah. Like, you know, I, you know, I like to sit down and imagine, you know, what if before the match, his mom shows up? Motivational speech. You know? Like they it, didn't push that angle. Yeah, that they, they really didn't push that angle. Even, you know, his relationship with uh, Bianca, his romantic relationship, uh-huh. I didn't feel like I was drowning in that. Mm. True, true, true. I, um, you know, I kind of, the relationship with um, Rocky was adorable mm. in its own way without being too particularly cheesy oh. and, you know, not overdone. Um, the relationships were good. I also liked, like, my absolute favorite thing about this film was those single shots. Oh, of course, that was the fights. best thing. Those were the most beautiful things ever. <laughs> Magnificent. Um, I did actually, you know, after after watching the film, I did look it up and it was like shot in one take after like a bunch of, you know, choreography and stuff. And that is like super impressive. It's a really magnificently beautiful, beautiful fight thing. Yeah. Especially since, you know, like in ordinary boxing, I, I can't... People do those takes a lot, <laughs> but the fact that they could pull it off with the boxing yeah. match itself yeah. was super impressive. You know, apparently the the guy holding the steady cam mm. had to had to learn how to box as well. Oh, nice. To to be able to film that, so you know that's that's super interesting. Uh, the soundtracks, the soundtracks were great, really well placed. Um, Which one in particular did you like? In particular, I'm. You know, I don't really get the names of these things, but um, that particular scene where, you know, he's he's running with the bikes, yes, that is my favorite, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part of any training montage ever, <laughs> because um, you know, like you watch that at the end of it, you know, I feel like running really far in a hoodie and just punching shit. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. You just run and you know. Michael B. Jordan was being the hype man as mm. usual. Mm. He, he's always the hype man. Have you noticed? Yeah. I don't think he can help it. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a hype man. But anyway, yeah. Um, that is also something that stands out for me. I wrote an entire paragraph about 
Aber ich habe einen Shadowboxing in the midst of motorcycles. But yeah, um, I think I think that was good. Um, I'm going to give you kind of like a little bit of the artistic angle for this. Okay. Because I don't think I should really say too much. But um, you should say as much as you want. Color use okay. was dope. A lot of people don't. Most of the time, you like you don't notice. It took me a while. I did not notice it. Like um, every time, every time he's in a scene with Bianca, there's a lot of reds and purples. Okay. You know, he walks into our apartment, and there's a tiny red piano. <laughs> or he goes out to eat with her, and the entire cafe is red. Oh. Or like uh, the first day he meets her, she opens the door. I think she opens the door, and like there's like a red light in the background. You know, a lot of um, a lot of time, a lot of the time, you know, we 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 kind of appreciate the movie as a whole, but we don't really see the kind of psychological mm-hmm. underbelly that you know the director goes into. We had a lot of um, yellows in the you know in the gym. That first gym when he like you know the first time he sees um, Leo fighting in the ring and he goes to sign up for the gym. Okay. You know we've got yellows there. But mostly the movie is blacks and greys. So I felt like that, you know, it kind of gives us a chance to look forward to when there is color. Mm -hmm. And and that's usually when, you know, he's in the ring fighting or during a match or when he's with Bianca. So, you know, I felt like capital use of it. So yeah, this is why I love the (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you didn't feel strongly about Sylvester Stallone at all? Well, um, the last film I watched, yeah, I watched like Rocky Balboa, and to be honest, his acting in that was not not good. It was not good. This was an improvement, definitely. It definitely was. <laughs> like, for that, I think I felt, I, I left, I spent like a week after watching holding one side of my mouth and talking out of one end because you know it it felt like really really plastic and forced you know and the and the script was weak the script was re- why are you doing that the script was really weak okay. <laughs> speak your piece the script in Rocky I will, I will. okay story <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah um things I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I think I should get that out of the way now. What um, well, um, we're looking forward to a sequel. To the Creed 2 sequel. To Creed, there's a, the Creed sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we might, it's been confirmed, we have the return of Dolph Lundgren's yeah. character. Yeah. Was, was he in Balboa? No, no, he was in Rocky 4. Yeah. And he's Rocky the Bob one who he's killed a, yeah. Creed. He's a cyborg that yeah. killed <laughs> <laughs> He, he pretty much <laughs> he pretty much beat Apollo Creed to death. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking okay. forward to that. Let me go before Joel brings on Please. the hate because what hate? He's going to bring on some hate. Really? But no, first, about the Creed too. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm not I'm excited, but very um, my expectations are not high mm-hmm. because Ryan Coogler, the director of Creed, is not going to be the director of Creed 2. Mm. It's going to be Sylvester Stallone himself, so I think you'll mm. see a lot of rocky stuff in it. Mm. Although Michael B. will be back and then they'll bring on Dolph Lundgren, and 
I'm guessing they're going to make Dolph Lundgren a coach of someone else. Someone else. And then bring this whole beef between him and then Creed oh. struggling that he killed his father, whose his father was not in his life for starters. What if they go back and do so. like Cold War politics? Or, <laughs> or, you know, they could just, they could just, do, like in Rocky, Rocky Balboa, how old was how old was Rocky? It was supposed to be like 50, 60. Like, but like he fought, and he in, fought in the ring. ring. He fought in the they ring with like not make uh, 30 year old, old man. But don't go in the He looks okay. But does it make sense that, he, that they would be <laughs> against each other? Rocky gave a whole speech and ended the Cold War and Rocky fell. But I can change and you can change. <laughs> it's a great speech. Yes, he gave a whole speech and the Russians all clapped for him. The president, that everyone, and war was over. Insane. Best movie ever. <laughs> okay. Well, that was cold. Though. Yeah. Okay, more about Creed itself. Um, Ryan Coogler was the. I love Ryan Coogler. That's mostly who I'm going to talk about. And his directing, I think, is the only thing that makes this film make any sense. He's completely responsible for the lack of so many cliches. I think the cliches are still there. They're, but there, but they're, not like <laughs> they're still there. They're just uh, condensed a bit yeah. and not too on the nose or that bad. Um, the one shots are, of course, cool. Uh, especially the face in which you already talked about. It's really cool. It really puts you in the ring, mm. which was dope. The one I noticed the second time in my rewatch just on Thursday was there's a long shot when he's going for his last fight, mm. coming from the from the locker room mm. him with Thingy, mm. and then it's going along with a Tupac song. I'm like, power to him! <laughs> <It looks like. laughs> but I kept thinking, I like the comparison of how people say that, imagine uh, Apollo Creed was like Muhammad Ali. Mm. So imagine you're Muhammad Ali's son, and then you're trying to get into boxing. That would make, that would, that's what we, that's a... Uh, um, an analogy that made me think of the whole legacy thing because mm. this film is heavy on legacy. Yep. So if I would think of it in that way of a boxer that big, maybe in the Rocky world, then this film really made sense with how they were pushing that thing so hard and how he's struggling with it and taking his name and mm. everything. Uh, it was so that worked. I think Tessa Thompson was cool, although not, I don't know her character arc just was kind of lame for me this time when I was, it wasn't there. There's mm. no, re- but she's a good addition because. She's great to look at. I think I just like her more than I like her. I care for her character. Which I hate Sly Stallone was good. He reminded me of, um, if anyone watches Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. there's a character called Mike Armantrout yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. He reminded me so much of that guy because he's so good. He's such an old guy. You see, he's an old guy, but he still got it. And that's how Sly was for me. I'd forgotten about his cancer from my first watch so the cast actually took me by surprise I think we had I had an hour left I'm like what did they do in this hour then when the cancer happened I'm like oh they spent the whole time with the cancer thing <laughs> but the cancer thing brought a lot of heart I wonder how it will affect the second film yeah, no, right. but it was it was nice I liked it again going back Ryan Coogler is the man I think <laughs> so that's why I think we do just may not work and Ryan Coogler for anyone who doesn't know is going to be, is the one directing Black Panther mm-hmm. he has a director actor duo with Michael B. Jordan have you seen Fruitvale Station? no I haven't you should see Fruitvale Station I will not see it you must my sensitivities no I will oh, not see it oh you will cry your eyes out exactly but it, it. you really <laughs> have to see Fruitvale Station and that's when I come with Michael B. Jordan's acting so Michael B. Jordan in Fruitvale Station is very he's withdrawn he's sad the, he, his face is supposed to remain like this he's kind of sad but you don't, they don't want you to be obviously sad mm. he's just normal and there 
and he's acting so well. In this film, he has to do a lot of rage scenes. And those rage scenes weren't working for me at all. There's so many times where his anger has to get out of control for him. And it felt forced and unnatural for me to see Michael B. Jordan do that. But I think he's befitting of the role. His, his abs are great to look at. Yeah. And they really show them to us a lot. They really are. Which is dope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't think too highly of him. I see people think very highly of him. He kind of plays the same character most of the time. Does he? Yeah. Oh, yes. Like, it's, a, it's the same kind of guy. <laughs> like, even if you know he's rich or poor, he's just the same dude. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, about the soundtrack. Mm. The, the particular soundtrack, I have to play it when I'm editing by Nick Mill, that Nicki Minaj's person. <laughs> they, have, they have some drug. I don't know much about him. But the soundtrack is so cool. When, and when, when, did, it, when did it play? It, it plays in your scene, the oh, one yeah, you're yeah. talking about. It's that That's exact my favorite. One. Like, it's absolutely perfect. It's perfect. They play it a lot, bits of it a lot, but they play it a lot during that scene that mm. you like. It's called Lord Knows. It's really, really good. I think I listened to it a bunch after Creed. It stuck with me and got excited to listen to it after this. I think those are the main things that I wanted to say. Um, yeah. Joel, you can bring on your thoughts, you know? Yeah, my thoughts. <laughs> Please, do, 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 do. Um, well, first of all, going into this film, I was laughing my face off. Because, no, let me, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not for what you think. It's because mm-hmm. I'd watched Rocky Four. And the way Apollo Creed dies is ridiculous. <laughs> that entire film is ridiculous. So before the movie movie came out, the whole time I was wondering, I think we'd flash back to the ridiculous way he dies. <laughs> like, use it as a motivation <laughs> for the film. But they dodged around it. I think they use like, sound bites or something. Do they actually, like, show... They don't no. show the fight or no. anything. They don't really get they it. They don't. It would be ridiculous. You need to actually watch the fight. It would not mesh with it was, anything. It was sad. Yeah. It's, it was sad that he died. <laughs> it was sad that he died, but it was also sad how he went. Yeah. He was killed by a Russian cyborg. And when you're trying to do a grounded, realistic film... Are you saying cyborg, like, really... I'm serious, he, he was... Some tech- no, in terms of like he was point. juiced to the point that he was a cyborg. I don't know how many he pounds says, of pressure he has. He like four lines in it. I must break you. If he it's dies, like so he awesome. dies. If he dies, he dies. He has an amazing film. So, um, I was actually anticipating this film. I was actually psyched oh, really? for it. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the Rocky films. I've watched them more times than I can count. And there's this cool rivalry stroke friendship between Apollo Creed and Rocky in the older movies. Yes. So it was already dope. I liked that it wasn't a predictable or would have Rocky's son box, which mm. I liked Rocky Balboa because the son just does some other random generic <laughs> stuff. And so even leading into this, it was dope that Rocky sort of had an air. It felt like he had an air. He was passing stuff one, two. As into Rocky's story, fully on board. But now Baby Creed shows up. He doesn't like <laughs> you know the name Baby Creed. Someone yes, I know. Yes, I yes. do. <laughs> I am, I'm <laughs> saying that on purpose. So, Baby Creed. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> She's right. What she said. He has been playing the same character. If I don't know if you saw him in The Wire. Like, the original oh, season when he was a Wallace, kid. Yeah. He's literally Still playing the same <laughs> character. He's playing a punk kid trying to look hard. And that's how he comes off. 
Well, I'm trying to look intimidating. I'm trying to look he, pissed. He, yeah, he's trying to look. It looks that way. And never comes off. So if you wrote a character for him that was that, I think it that's translates. That's why Fruitvale Station exactly. works. He's just a punk kid. Exactly. And that's it. Because the whole thing with Fruitvale Station is underneath he's actually just a really sweet guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, so that yes. worked perfectly. Uh, Here, not so much. But I powered through. Um, but the story itself, I didn't get his motivation <laughs> at all. Because on the one hand, you have... Well, generally, they're saying this guy has a chip on his shoulder. Pretty much the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But on the one hand, you have, oh, my dad's name is Abaddon, then he has some weird abandonment issues or whatever. He's like an orphan. Mm. Uh, having these two things together, running together, just sort of bumps against each other. I thought that there were two... Like, there are two things. Only, I only agree with only one of Which those things. I mm-hmm. agree with, you know, having, you know, the chip on your shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he's under this really this really large creed shadow. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then I also felt like, on the other end, he kind of, you know, he wants to be a boxer by himself without... Without the name. Without having to be, you know, creed's kid. You yeah, know? But why does he want to box, though? Just likes boxing. They showed he it to us in the beginning with the with the with when he was killing a child. Exactly. That's not that's not enjoying. That's that's enjoying killing. Maybe that's not enjoying <laughs> boxing. Did you see the scene where they show him in the office afterwards when he quits his job? Yeah. We really get the picture that the boxing is what he wants to do. Joel, I did not yes, feel that at that all. That scene was great. It definitely reminded me of Fight Club because we see him boxing, boxing, but then the screen just goes back to him yeah, in office and he's in just a sitting suit. in a yeah he's sitting he's, at his desk and he's just that is real passion that, right? yeah but for him as a character he did not convey that to me the actor <laughs> no that's just me that's okay, just actor, me because Rocky like Rocky 1 I'm going to mm-hmm. reference Rocky 1 okay starts where he's fighting underground okay. some ratchet looking <laughs> dungeonous place mm. And he like beats his he's, he keeps like taking hits taking hits taking hits then he like finally like goes mad on this guy and like knocks him out in seconds mm-hmm. as like he was taking hits for no reason <laughs> then you go outside and this guy is a bum he's like he's like helping like this small time gang member like beat guys and collect money and you get this full picture he goes to the gym like the trainer pushes him away he's like ah oh, you're a bum you don't really want to amount to anything you don't believe in yourself like i got his deal like he wanted to be somebody but his whole life they told him he's not going to amount to anything and he believes that story and that but him I, with him i got that he actually loved boxing because in spite of being chased away from boxing he's still fighting underground i don't quite get why this guy really likes boxing i could have been sold if they went with the father angle and with that that love sort of be I don't know why they made him illegitimate because Creed had a legitimate son. Okay, he had like two legitimate kids. Yeah, I, I don't know mm. why they did that. But <laughs> I liked the girlfriend <laughs> story. That was at least simple enough. What was she? Was she deaf? Yeah, she was pro- progressive. Progressive, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. That was tragic. I completely mm, got the I story. And she loved too. music. Is lost there. Rocky's story yeah. again. Yeah, was on point. The thing with the Rocky, the character, is that he is Sylvester Stallone, and Sylvester Stallone is him. Mm-hmm. So when he's playing the character, he's just playing himself. And I mean, the original movies, he's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't yeah. buy that for Rocky mm-hmm. Balboa. No, he, he for is. Rocky Balboa in particular. For Rocky Balboa, I buy, I buy it as well, I think. 
These guys are really nailing it with their resemblance. Yes. They, yeah? they yes. got like Milo <laughs> Ventimig there to play his son. Now they have like Michael B playing Carl with us. Yes, which is perfect with the you moustache. Just, yeah. It's perfect. Like it just works. Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely nailing it. Do you think they're going to have like a, a small dove? A small, a mini, mini dove love. <laughs> I hope so. I, hope I really no, want one. Did get cheesy after that? I wanted to be cheesy. The last film he was in with Rocky was <laughs> cheesy as fuck. So he need to do one. <laughs> it was so... It was... Wow. I'm actually looking forward to that now that Dolph is involved. I'm very hyped for that. Um... So yeah, um, I mean, I didn't. I I know. Yeah, you're saying <laughs> coming into hate on Creed, but I actually enjoyed the film. I'm sure I expected worse from no, you. No, I mean I enjoyed the film. Okay. I loved the fucking soundtrack, not as much as oh, her, but great. I really loved the soundtrack. I was in love for like a week, and I was done. <laughs> then she just sort of continued. <laughs> but it was great, and I wanted it to work. And I actually do want Michael B. Jordan to work. Speaking of random thought. Africans barely ever do sports dramas. Yes. yes. And aren't we into sports? There's a glimpse, yeah. There's this, this documentary. Someone writes a sports drama. There's a documentary called uh, Figgy Box. They showed it at Yeah, they showed Alliance. it. Yeah, that's about like a box in Equatorial Guinea. And it's a very powerful film anyway for me. I sort of saw so it's many. A documentary. Yeah. And so what this this dude, his problem was that he was lazy. It wasn't this this grand thing of like, oh no, poverty is stopping me. He's talented, but he just keeps getting in his own way. And I thought that was amazing. I would love to see a fiction style thing I done want, like no, that. And they tend to do the documentaries a lot. Like mm-hmm. the sports guy we had, the runner, there's yeah. a doc about him. I'm sure they'll do the doc about the chick who got pregnant. Oh, but the chick that got pregnant. Yeah. What's her name? She has. She won a gold medal. And then got pregnant. How can you Dokas? Dokas something. Oh, Dokas Zikuru. Yes, Dokas Zikuru. Okay. What a story about <laughs> a fictional, a fictional life that's over dramatic. Oh, yes. this. <laughs> that would be great. Sarah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. It was such a pleasure to be here. You have to come back. Most definitely. That's her name in the film. Mary. Her name is Mary. But not, she doesn't call herself Proud Mary. In no, the film, just, just she will probably. Someone's <laughs> good. Someone's. What are you, too proud, proud, Mary? Mary?
was an episode of God at Town where like, we're driving home and mm-hmm. then <coughs> one of the dudes goes, Let's go home to our border town. And I'm like, Don't say the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. It always makes me laugh when people say the title of the film. <laughs> Even when so I was watching Lord of the Rings, then they said, We're the Fellowship of the Rings. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs>